Fight Island is real. Uh, I'm not impressed by your performance. It is all over! This is the MMA Love Podcast. This is episode number 56. And, and this is our English-speaking podcast, if you haven't <laughs> already found out. We call it Love from America, but I'm, I'm inclined to change that. We're just doing the MMA Love podcast. As usual, I am Matt, the spiritual leader of all the hardcore MMA fans. My responsibility is global. Talking to you from Zurich, Switzerland. And today... Look, I'm, I'm sorry in advance, but with me is your favorite Sean from Liverpool, England. You know him for his, I mean, what, what do you know him for? For his infamous roundtable appearances. <laughs> for his Luke stand-ins. Yes, he's here because Luke is not. And it's, it's no other reason, actually. Like, you know the, the saying that, oh, these poor Americans that only have two weeks of vacation time a year? But that, that Luke dude, I think he's gone for a month. Yeah, it's it's all these uh, remote workers. He's just sitting in a in a Winnebago on yes. a laptop, traveling the world, pretending yes. to work. This millennial, this millennial digital nomad stuff, which we don't understand. I make weights every Saturday, ready, ready for when Luke pulls out of the podcast. <laughs> yes, we're only, we're, I'm only calling you <laughs> when Luke is not here. It's pretty amazing. Um, so this, we call this, we, we discussed long and hard about how to call this, this episode. We said 10, 10 rounds are back. Um, what, what, what else did you say? Like, uh, Oliveria, uh, something with, yeah, what, what, on missing weight or making weight. Yeah. Um, I, we had Eric Colon loves Rose. Yes. Eric Colon does love Rose. So that was a pretty good, uh, and, and then, then we said, every Rose has a yawn. Yeah, we said we said the scale was off in the end, and I mean that's pretty. That pretty much sums up the whole thing. Like we will talk about other stuff, though, too, because we we are degenerates, and we will talk about the Ultimate Fighter, Nunes versus Pena. It's back. <laughs> it's back. Uh, we will baby. talk. We will talk about Bellator two eighty, Beta versus Congo two. <laughs> if you're in France Les deux, Les deux. Numéro deux. Uh, We'll also talk a bit about PFL Which is, you said that it's Kayla being found out And, of course We'll do a deep dive into UFC 274 Gaethje versus Charlie Olives <laughs> Live from the Footprint Center in Phoenix, Arizona Listen we'll st- And, and I, I think we'll, we'll have to start with UFC 274 Gaethje versus Charlie Olives um, what do you start with the <laughs> <laughs> the good, the bad, or the the tired? No, listen, we'll 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 start with the good stuff. I I'm still like the fact that I'm not jaded watching MMA for 25 years now is it's it's a miracle, and we do not want to jinx this miracle. So we'll have to like we'll have to stay positive, and we'll have to love MMA. And how much more could you love MMA? With Charles Oliveira versus Justin Gaethje, just the fight. We'll go into the pre-fight and post-fight shenanigans, of course. But dude, Charlie Olives came into this fight a small favorite against Justin Gaethje, but with all the weight stuff happening and Justin being like a little bit of a dickhead, 
people, the fans, were turning against Charlie. They said, this Charlie guy, he cannot win. He missed weight. Psychology will, will kick in. He will, he will not be able to do this. And then, then I mean, the, the, the fight started. The first round, man, it's like, it was pure insanity. I counted. Oliveira dropped twice. Gaethje got clipped two or three times. Um, now, you're, what, what was your feeling? Like, watching this fight unfold, how did you feel, man? Could you oh, contain I- yourself? <laughs> <laughs> it got me pumped. Got me pumped pre dog walk uh, this morning watching it. Um, yeah, I mean, with the whole missing weight. Oh, again, he said this kid's been missing weight all his career. Exactly. He can, he, he, he can handle that. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Because um, obviously both both guys uh, do not like to uh, protect their head uh, when when engaging in stand up. <laughs> Um, so yeah, those are uh, the few few minutes that we had of the the back and forth. Um, yeah, uh, not quite up off my seat um, because it would be weird uh, to to watch a fight like I'm Conor McGregor. But uh, yeah, it was exciting. Obviously, Gaethje's mistake was uh, putting a knockdown on Oliveira. That just uh, that's where he wants to be. That powers him up. I think you've got him, and then he's got you. Um, it's... It sort of went the way I thought it would, um, but I thought it would be like around around four or five submission by uh, Oliveira. Um, I didn't think he'd, I didn't think he'd get the full uh, the full grappling going uh, so early on um, when Gaethje's gone in for the. Uh, for the finishing. Can we say, can we now with confidence say that Justin Gaethje cannot defend submissions? Just cannot do it. It's, it, it, it's starting to, to look that way. Um, look, I'm, I'm, the typical, <laughs> I'm the typical grappling or BJJ practitioner that thinks I know like I can feel when stuff is happening, and I, I I watched this and I said, look, he will not get choked here because it's so obvious what Charlie Olives does. And I mean, Charlie Olives is is slick. Don't don't get me wrong. And that dude submits a lot of people, no, no doubt about it. And Justin Gaethje's bell was rung quite heavy, I'd say. But man, he cannot. Can, can, this guy cannot grapple and he cannot defend submissions. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's it's a, it, obviously the the guys who have. Uh, Subbed them, uh, Avina Oliveira, uh, and Khabib. Um, Khabib's got a bit of a reputation for subs, so it's not like the the low level guys. No, um, of course not. But but it does seem to the, be the way when it's it's the way he gets submitted and, and yeah, the position and the and the the time in the fight he gets sub- submitted. Like it's not it's not that he's getting submitted by by bombs by any means. I mean. <laughs> Like no, but it's it's like I think as you say, it's it's the sub star coming, and then they I just mean, seem the, to be the, it. I mean, like the triangle, the, the triangle from Khabib was a joke, man. That's that's like <laughs> that, that was Abu Dhabi favoritism, Abu Dhabi privilege. <laughs> yeah, it's just you, you see it coming, and then it's like the, the first sub just seems to be to be locked in. 
Uh, there's no uh, battling out of subs, making the, the people changing it up, uh, giving them a bit of a struggle. It just seems to be, oh, no, I'm caught. And then... I think I think Pap. I think Gaethje, and, and I'm I'm interested in what you think about it. Like I I think Gaethje is at this training room with Rose, and with Trevor Whitman, and with Kamaru Usman, and and I'm I'm thinking that he knocks these these guys out every day, and he thinks just if I touch you, you're going down, and then in the fights people don't go down. Like like Habib said that one more leg kick of Justin Gaethje and he would have had to quit, and I mean he he dropped Charlie. Twice, <laughs> so I I think that dude just just is so reliable, reliably um, good with striking that he just forgets that he can be submitted, and he he did. I mean, I mean Charlie on, Olives pulled guard. God damn it! I mean, it's that a bit on on Trevor Whitman? Um, yeah, because obviously he's only training uh, with Wingate and Nami Yunus. Um, so you think he would not just uh, let them settle into uh, this is how to fight? Um, but yeah, there doesn't seem to be too much of a a change in the game plan for for Gaethje. Because even uh, the Chandler fight, he slowed it down at times when he when he needed to, but was still let let go out and. And hit, um, so yeah, maybe, maybe they're just focusing on what he can do and not building up, building up the rest of it. Probably. I mean, I, I won't say that that, that dude is, is a is a bad grappler by any means. Like it's it's these two submissions. It's just like you see it coming, and you you see that that dude has no fucking clue what to do, and that's that's a bit puzzling to me. That that is now his second title fight. He's he's lost. But let's let's switch this up a bit. Is is this? I mean. Is this about Gaethje, this whole thing? Or is this about the fucking king, Charles Oliveira, man? Like, I think I think it's more about Oliveira. Like, God, uh, make it about Oliveira. I, I, I read some stuff and, and people making it about Gaethje and why he's losing and the stuff with the submission. Dude, Charles Oliveira, man. That dude is incredible. I mean, Gaethje... Gaethje is not a it's not a walkover, of course, <laughs> by any means. You have to withstand the power. You have to be there. But like Oliveira was so good with with the clinching, with the knees, with the with the takedown defense, and the pull guard, and of course submissions. How good is that guy, man? Yeah, I mean, you you look at the the past. Um, so you had the Gaethje one, the Poirier one. He was in trouble occasionally, um, but for the most part. Had a had a great fight. Obviously, got the win there. Uh, the Chandler fight, shaky first round because he was getting hit, but again got it got it going. Got the TKO there. Uh, dominated Ferguson. Um, you know, I'm looking at his record uh, now, uh, and his last loss was Paul Felder in December 2017, and then uh, since then it's just wins. Um, and it's not it's his, not his resume. Fights. His resume, like, man. It's we have to talk about like his resume might be one of the best in this division ever. That that silence, that silence, that dude from Liverpool. Oh, 
ever. Yeah, yeah, I, I know you don't like the. I don't episode. know. In, <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, the different uh, generations. I think it's a shame uh, that we didn't get to see him fight uh, Khabib. Um, but uh, yeah. if he fights Makachev, uh, yeah, that will be. We will see him fight. That will be. Mini that will be similar. Yeah, that would be a similar thing. Um, will they? Would it be okay me, to see him? This. Will they fuck over? Um, Oliveira by giving Makhachev a fight in Abu Dhabi now where the Chechens cannot lose or the the, the Dagestanis cannot lose? Uh, they can they can try. Uh, because what, what, but I'm pretty sure at the moment the Bronx can't lose, so <laughs> they'll go nuts. Um, I think they would be nuts if they don't make this fight in Brazil. And then, you know, if it is in Abu Dhabi, you can get in touch with, with Henzo and the, the <laughs> Gracie guys. Oh boy. Get a bit of get a bit of uh, support support from them to try to counter the uh the Russian influence. Probably. Um Yeah, it's I I I'm pretty sure that they also Benil Daryush, I d I don't know where, where that fight stands or why why we haven't seen Mahochev versus Daryush. Is Daryush injured or something like that? Do you know about? Do you know about that? I think he might have been injured because he was. Uh, the bout got cancelled, and I think it was uh, a Darish uh, injury to, yeah, to get exactly. cancelled. And so I don't know how we threw from the ankle injury. Yeah, okay, that could be from worst to absolute worst. It wasn't fair. Yeah, so, so. yeah, um, and we are getting close to summer, so I expect the although. With them thrown back in London in July, it might mean the Abu Dhabi card might not be until autumn. Also, I think I think I heard I heard Dana telling us basically that he's he loves Darius. Like the, the the stuff Dana always says, like he loves Darius, but but he's also intrigued about. We have, they have to think in a war room about Mahachev versus Oliveira in Abu Dhabi now. Enough of yeah, this fight, I, man. I loved it. It was an awesome okay. fight. Fight of the year performance. It was an awesome fight, and he's still still lightweight champion. Yes. Um, just give him the belt back, you fucks. Yeah, Dana sucks because. And then you know that you know that the the UFC belt is just ornamental in in its characteristics. That's how it's legally defined, so that people don't think that it means anything. And to strip him because of this. Um, Wait, miss. If, that, if it was if it if it was the other way around, uh, Gaethje wouldn't have been stripped. Exactly. If it was in any other jurisdiction, if it was in Abu Dhabi where they weighed in Habib with the guy basically just hit, like touching that 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 weight thing one second and said, "Yeah, it's good." <laughs> like the one. Oh well, I mean, like, they, they've got to get a bodyguard now, security guard to to look after the state the scales at weighing events. To stop people messing with them, um, we'll blame the, the, we'll blame El Kukui, but I'm, I'm I'm having a hard time blaming El Kukui now. For oh no, it's it's fine. It wasn't him. Oh. Uh, Dana, it was all the foreign fighters. Yeah, exactly. uh, because <laughs> they the they changed the scales to kilograms or yeah. some weird measurement, and then that put that uh, makes it inaccurate. It's like well. You have your commission there on the morning. Who should be setting it to zero of the correct weight? Dude, imagine Dana seriously has started to blame euros for the scale issues because according to him, because they have these kilos, they start fucking with the scale, man. It's the best. 
Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I, I'm assuming do the Brazilians use kilos as well? Bro, Because um, it was, uh, it was, there were like three Brazilians who complained about the scales, uh, the scale issue. But then also, uh, Matt Schnell. Yeah. Oh, he's all American. He said the scales were, were iffy. It's like, come on, man. Like, why, Dana? Dana, why? Why? What is, what is Dana? Well, we will, if, if there is one, a, a bit of a quieter, Cards someday. We'll talk about Dana and his role, man. We have to, and and the UFC stripping him. It's 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 the most bullshit thing I've heard in a long, long time. I I'm, I hope he just uh, rocks up, carries on rocking up with a belt. I I have not been mad at the UFC, for example, for for doing an, an interim heavyweight fight when Ngannou was acting difficult again. But this here, this supposed weight miss. And they're stripping him instantly, and only Gage could have won the title. That's that's complete insanity, man. Why? Why do you? Why do you do that? But also, act, acting difficult is just asking to pay me what I'm worth. So <laughs> you need to get off the corporate line. God, <laughs> it's amazing. Oh boy! But that was a, that was an awesome fight, man. Awesome performance by by Oliveira, which is, I mean. Hope hope he can continue a bit because he's. I, I think it was it was very much needed um, after the previous fight. <laughs> let let um, us let us let us. Um, do you want to do you want to hit? Yeah, let, let's go into Rose versus Carl. Let's let's get out the way. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this: Did you expect? Like, what did you expect? What was more likely to happen? A very exciting fight between these two, or a very boring fight between these two? Uh, I thought it would be uh, more exciting um, because I thought uh, they'd both be pushing the pace a bit more, uh, and I expected Esparza to be uh, spamming takedown attempts um, and either getting clipped uh, as she's trying trying to get them. And probably getting finished or getting the getting the takedown, uh, and then it might have got a bit a bit boring. Uh, but she has got more adventurous uh, as her career has got on with the with the with the ground and pound. Um, but I thought it would be uh, like an old school style make fights, striker versus grappler uh, type fight. Did not expect what what we got. <laughs> Um, like nobody expected that, but I I was skeptical going into that fight, and I I'm I had a hard time seeing anything else than Johnny Odrejcik piece up Carla Esparza in front of my my mind when I when I think about Carla. Also had a, a, a I had no chance to find an exciting Carla Esparza fight in my head. And Rose is um, how do we how would we put that? She's a bit of a head case. Like we, we, a video of her emerged where she's talking to people that she's having a, she's smelling strange smells and stuff like that. But <laughs> neither here nor there. Um, I think Rose got hyped up so much. I I picked Rose and I I thought that she could stuff the takedowns that Carlos Barza would be spamming, and with her with her amazing footwork that she usually has, not in this fight though, that she could circle around have good takedown defense, which she actually had because the, I think the one or the two times Carla took her down, it was like Rose was up instantly again. 
Yeah, I think one of the times Carla was too excited. I think that was the second or third round, I think, because that was the first successful takedown. Uh, so I think she was, she jumped around a bit too much. I, uh, <laughs> Um, and Rose got straight back up, and then yeah, there was later on she was down for a little bit longer, but still near enough straight back up. Um, but as you mentioned with the Joanna fight, so I think obviously Carla and her team were probably worried um, about that because they would have seen both Joanna fight, uh, the Wei Li Vang fight, the Andrade fight, and thought. Like it's, we it's, could clear, get it's clear that we could get pieced up, but we can take it down. But we could get pieced up, so she's been a bit cautious. But um, she, I thought she was. <laughs> but what but what it was where I thought she Carla was the one who was controlling the fight. But I don't, and I don't know what was happening in the in the corner of of Nama Yunus. I don't know how. I mean, I can get why Pat Berry uh, is not given great advice, but I don't get why. Trevor Whitman, nothing, like, nothing yeah, from Trevor Whitman. Like, this, this is fine. Look, like, I, what we saw in front of us was a classical stick to your game plan till the death, even if it doesn't work. And both of these ladies decided to stick to their fucking game plans, even though it was clear after a round that the counterfighting approach they both wanted to take will not work at all. And now we're coming to the point like that. Uh, I think Rose even said it in, in her post fight that she was following a game plan and she thought she did more. And of course, I mean, you can think about that what you want, but did she do more? No, I don't know. There was uh... no, but none of these. Not none of uh, like. Let's let's just go straight. I mean, Carla won the title now, and yeah, you cannot you cannot be mad if you're Rose Namajunas, and you no. cannot be mad at all after fighting like this, after performance like this, you have to give the judges something to work with. And they, they gave them nothing. No. So, so you have no. to be puzzled. As, as a judge, I, I, the, only, the only fair thing would have been a draw. Like that, or, or a no contest, because that, that was not a contest at all. Nothing happened. <laughs> I disagree. I think there might you could definitely say first round, maybe 10-10. Um, <laughs> but I... Uh, Potentially even three ten ten, but I think Carla did did more in, yeah, in a few more of the rounds. So, so it's not a robbery. It's not a robbery yeah, by any robbery. means. Um, there was a stat um, given to us by our colleague Shaheen Al Shati. Yeah, what did, uh, what did you give out? So Asparza and uh, Namajunas landed a combined sixty-eight strikes oh, in twenty-five oh. minutes. Oh. Oliveira, Oliveira and Gaethje nearly matched it in little over three minutes. Now we're now we're coming now we're coming to the question like I'm not a guy that that tells you you have to go out there and just swing and bang and destroy your brain for me in order to be excited I know that this is called a sport and that game plans are a part of that sport boring fights are a part of that and I get that if if people cancel the the, the skill sets of of certain fighters cancel themselves out but this was not that but from, no, from my I'm, point of view this was just too Two fighters sticking to a fucking game plan that wouldn't produce anything and not changing it for anything in the world. Which, I mean, I, I have a hard time seeing anything good in this. Or, or, or telling myself, like I heard other people say, that this was very tactical and a good fight. Because it was clearly not. Like, I mean, I think the, 
the one uh, positive. Um, I mean, it, it will depend on UFC Singapore. Um, but potentially, you know, uh, a few fights without rematches for the belt in the oh, in the women's God. division. You know, that, that's, a, that's a plus point. I mean, we're, we're relying on uh, Zhang to beat uh, Joanna, I think, to just to make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> but, you know, again, you could be looking uh Dan, uh Marina Rodriguez has, has called out uh, Asparza. Uh, Andrade is obviously still still knocking about. Um, I don't know if they've fought, although Marina has fought Asparza, so it would be a rematch. Uh, I just cannot. But I, there's, I, I, I mean, our, our, guy from, fights. our guy from Hawaii, Jonas, he will be so happy that there is a trilogy now in the, in the air. But who the hell wants to see this again? Like, no, no, like absolutely nobody. So uh, I, I will say as well, with regards to uh, the lack of action and whatnot, um, I thought um, not funny in a in a laughing way, more um, in a hypocritical way. Uh, the commentary absolutely uh, shitting on the fight. Yeah, that's not good either. But then, but then Joe Rogan complaining that the crowd are doing Mexican raves mm-hmm. um, and and shitting on the fight. Mm-hmm. It's like. You're doing the same thing, mate, but to millions of people. Like, shut up. Um, it's it's. Right. And then they were also querying whether uh, the takedown that Aspars went for uh, towards the end of round one or round two, uh, whether that should be enough to to take a round. <laughs> and it's like the heavyweight fight earlier. Someone went for a, a takedown <laughs> in the last ten seconds, and you you and DC were both like, "Oh, that'll steal the round." Like, like. Look- you, Rogan. You're always big up the last the last second takedown, or that'll clinch your round, and then when you don't like the fight, it's like no, that shouldn't count. Like, Rogan is off. clearly is clearly done as a commentator, and um, I know why why he's here, the millions of followers. But man, yeah. it's, it's the only good thing about the commentary was uh, Rogan and Anik uh, teaming up on DC about weight cutting. That's good. Yeah. That's not bad. Um, now, uh, final question for Nama Yunus versus Esparza: Is this the yeah. most Boring performance of all times. Will it replace Lewis versus Ngannou? I've not even seen that brought up. I've seen people compare it to the uh, Romero uh, Adesanya one. Yes. uh, Where they were both dancing. But dude, Um, Romero versus Adesanya. The only thing, I thought thought that fight was interesting. um, Because there was always, like, the imminent danger of one of these guys just cracking the other, it was there. And that's why the hesitancy didn't didn't bother me at all in that fight. But in this fight, Namayunas versus Esparza, there was no danger whatsoever. Not a single second of danger. Which is probably I mean, why why would I you can't, compare it? I can remember the Lewis Ingarnu fight being awful. Um but I can't remember any of the reason why it was awful. Um Dude, nothing I it, just don't think they didn't because Lewis obviously would have been lying on top of him for I will not, I will not like back. 25 minutes. <laughs> I, will not back, um, I will not back to watch, rewatch that. Uh, it's just, if, if, a, if people ask me about the, the most horrible or boring fight I've ever watched, it's, it's always Lewis versus Ganu. But I think, man, it's Nama Yunus versus... No, yeah. that, that, gives um, it, that gives it a run, man. Yeah, I do, I do sort of recall it uh, of them both, Berklin, because uh, Ngannou had obviously been finished in the fight before. Incredible, mate. And they were both uh, 
hesitant about being cracked, but Jeez. also hesitant about even uh, throwing a fucking punch. Let's move on. <laughs> let's go let's to. Move on. Let's go to Michael. Oh, Michael Tony. Chandler versus El Gugui. He nearly did it. <laughs> I mean, he nearly did it. He was. He was back. He was. He was looking uh, better than he had in the the last three fights with sore of him. Um, I mean, that was another. Um, I mean, you can't really say much about the second round because no. <laughs> that was over so quick. But uh, again, like that that first round um, was was great. I thought yes. I thought both both of them uh, both of them cracking each other. Uh, Chad obviously admitting that like his his eye was a bit damaged because he got cracked that hard. Um, but even when uh, Chandler got that takedown, it it was hard to see. Uh, who was going to get the better of that exchange? Because uh, Ferguson was very active and still throwing the elbows, um, but Chandler was getting a few few good hits in of his own as well, um, and they landed right in front of one of the cameras as well, which I thought was, uh, which gave us some good views of it. Um, but yeah, great fight. Uh, the the stack kick, like there's there's nothing you can do, is there? Um, oh. It's a bit like, uh, well, you know, the the Frankie Edgar one. Uh, so we've got like a new a new Frankie Edgar face now from from Ferguson's reaction. Yeah, um, it's. It, I mean, I I completely agree with you, and I also have to agree with Dana on that thing. With that performance in the first round of, from Ferguson, the varied striking, the good setups with the body kick, he looked like a top ten fighter to me at least. And we know Chandler that that dude just. I mean, it's it's hard to to get him out of there. It's also that dude has some some next level genetics, I think. <laughs> Good gin. <laughs> also, also nice power shots. I mean, that, that power double that Chandler like took out of nowhere when he got when he got knocked down. It sent Ferguson flying, but it's yeah. Very good performance by by Ferguson. Can't hate on it. Like the last few, I wasn't so sure anymore, but this time I think that dude was ready to go. I mean, obviously, like uh, Ferguson got fin- like knocked out for the for the first time there. Um, but you know, you have uh, the gauge fight where he's getting pieced up. But if you're looking at the the list, Oliveira, Gaethje, Chandler. I guess Fiziev to some extent, uh, and just likes getting hit. Fixed and like yeah. getting hit. It's like, are we going to get to a point though where we're just going to have uh, like uh, a couple of events in a row where all these guys like it's just going to catch up with them, and <laughs> like the chins are just going to drop like dominoes? Yeah, it's... Because like, <clears throat> and then and then you said it right. Like that front kick, it will live in infamy. The the KO face of of El Kukui, it matched the one of Frankie Edgar. You cannot do anything about that. That's that's not that's not defendable at all. It's it's just something that happens, right? Yeah. Um, awesome fight, though. I I really awesome love that fight. fight. It was also very much needed <clears throat> because most of the other fights in that card weren't that particularly interesting. Let's say like that. Yeah. Uh, I like the I like Chandler's call out as well. Yes, the first um, fight. I I wanted to ask you about it. That that was well done, right? It was it was choreographed. He studied st- he studied that 
for hours in front of the mirror, but it's it's okay, right? He called out several people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously he had to call out like uh, two or three because he wanted the title shot. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was good. It was like, you know, he doesn't care who wins the belt; he wants next, and if not, he'll uh, he'll go for he'll go for McGregor at welterweight as well. Um, so yeah, uh, it was a good. A good call out. I think as he's, yeah, he probably has, uh, he's definitely practiced the, the McGregor call out because he got a lot louder, uh, with that one. <laughs> yeah. So I think that, that had definitely, been, uh, been in practice in the mirror. Um, it's a good, it's a good call. Out. I, I, I love that, that he won because I think a, a that dude is a, is a good test to, if you want to enter top five or something. Um, also, Ferguson can can continue on a bit. I'm 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 happy about that fight. That was a good fight. Yeah. yeah. Now on uh, to um, Donald Cowboy Gerone versus Joe Lozon. I think that was probably the the result that we all wanted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cancelled nice little cancelled bout. <laughs> we didn't have to see it, but I don't know what will. I don't know what's going to happen. With that I don't know if they're just going to they run it back, run it back in a month or so. Because I, I think it is. Uh, I think especially after he's lay off, I think it's definitely a retirement fight for for Lozon. So I think it might be a a double retirement fight going. Um, it's also good matchmaking, despite whatever we say about the CD and about about these old guys. Like in in that case, especially Donald Cerrone probably shouldn't continue way longer and certainly not against competitors or young young guys but that that matchmaking is not not bad uh, they said that um it was food poisoning that flattened Gerone. he was eating tacos at at some place and got food poisoning so i hope it uh, i hope it, uh it was some random tacos and not uh from our friends at Del Taco, uh, <laughs> where you can uh, get ten percent off your next order if you use the uh, code <laughs> MMA Love Twenty. <laughs> I, yeah, if Del Taco, our our newest sponsor. Um, thanks, thanks for sponsoring the show. Um, uh, talking about good matchmaking, um, and and probably one of the hardest walkouts I've ever seen is is Shogun Hua versus Ovin Saint Pru. Um. Some people might call it's also a, a second fight, of course. The first was the, the, the infamous meme skateboard fight. Yeah, look, these two, these two are old, right? Is that is that the is, is that uh, the thing we can we can say about it? Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised how old uh, OSP is. Yes, uh, like I know Shogun's old, and then it's like, oh, uh, OSP's really old as well. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think don't think the the crowd liked the. Um, I think Shogun was doing enough. Uh, I thought Shogun did enough to to win her. Um, I think he had a a game plan uh, and stuck with her. Um, I was surprised how uh, tentative uh, OSP was for most of the fight. Um, I thought I thought he'd just be. Uh, rush it in, rush in to get a a quick finish. I think, uh, I think he said a bit too close to Rose or to to Carla in, in the warm ups. I think 
Was yeah, he wasn't doing much. And look, it was a pretty uneventful first round. We had some mummy guarding, which Luke would have appreciated, of course. Um, yeah, the fight happened. The fight, the fans booed. I think they they had a bit of a right to boo because what what do you count in this fight? Like it's the same as as before. You cannot be upset about this decision whatsoever because these body kicks of our insane pro probably better, most impactful strike of the of the fight, right? But did they change the trajectory of the fight? No, they didn't. So yeah, very, very hard to, to, to very hard. Um, I think uh, so. I, I was worried before because I thought uh, OSP being um, potentially a lot bigger, more power, and Shogun. You know, we we are all worried about him uh, and his chin. Uh, so I was worried that maybe the matchmaking was a bit off. But uh, I think I think it showed that it was a. There was a good matchmaking. So, that was good matchmaking up and on that one. Uh, they, for one time, um, they know a bit more than me, um, so we'll let them off. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um, it's also Shogun said that he has two fights left, this one and another yep. one, and I think that's yeah. that's pretty fair. Give him give him a send off in 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 Brazil. Give him a good fight there. I mean, surely you'd be looking. Um, I mean, Oliveira will. Uh, Depends on, on on who they want to the fight, um, but if uh, Glover uh, can retain in Singapore or uh, have a controversial decision to get a rematch, um, you know, a Brazil card with uh, Glover Rua retirement fight, Oliveira title fight, why not? Or even or even Andrade versus Esparza down in Brazil. Um, yeah, I think they've got obviously they they always have a lot of of Brazilian fighters, um, uh, but I think that there's there's enough there to to give a good card or even just a, a fight night card in Brazil to give Rua um, a good send off. I'd like that. Now for we, we're forty minutes in, man. It's it, okay. We'll we'll go we'll go through some some fights. You can sh- shout out if you have another highlight. I think my my favorite fight of the night besides besides the action packed things. Um, Chaos Williams versus Root Boy, that was a nice fight. I, I like that fight. They, they they get, um, they 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 got into it, and now, Sean, listen. After getting clipped hard and and put in a front headlock, how about next time you stand up and jump near your opponent after four minutes? I will. I mean, I'll do it after four and a half. Brown's um. head movement was great. Like checking kicks, he was—he's also a fighter that that makes pretty good use of his reach size advantage. Uh, the corner man, shout out to the corner man of chaos. That dude was firing me up too. That's that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's that's a fight I enjoyed. Yeah, I thought it was it was a good fight. Um, going in, I thought uh, chaos would would get the win. Um, I did I did think it was funny um, post victory uh, when. When uh, Real Boy was described as a as a prospect, uh, up and coming prospect, and yeah, I mean he's thirty one, so he's not old. But uh, as I'd, I'd mentioned on my preview, uh, he's been fighting in the UFC since twenty sixteen. Yeah, it's like you know he's not up and coming. He's so, probably <laughs> yeah. It's like come on, he's been he's been around for a while. Um, but yeah, um, I think it's it's a it's a good win for him. Yeah, um, it's, it's and I don't it's, think I, I, uh, I recommend will hate chaos that much. Yeah, I recommend watch that fight. That's that that was a good fight. 
Um, I have two two other ones, just just small ones. And then you can chime in. Um, we had Royval versus Schnell. Yeah, that was a like very nice exchanges, man. Good, good. Schnell Schnell was dropping Royval at one point and got caught in a leg lock, but then made an Omo Plata setup. Then Joe Rogan almost came from that one. Schnell snapped down into a guillotine transition to a Doris. That was that was very nice. But then double tap, man. Schnell double, yeah, and double then, tapped. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I said that Royval just uh, spins it around himself, uh, gets that guillotine and um, and and the double tap. Yeah, um, yes. yeah. It was a, it was a good fun fight for the um, the short time it was on. Uh, Good, I, I like nice. that one. That's good. I like that. Um, obviously, uh, Raval called out Moreno um, due to the the soldier dislocation. Good, um, but yeah, um, good for him. Um, could mean that we don't have uh, a twenty fifth rematch uh, for the belt. Oh, please, please leave, please leave it. <laughs> or if uh, if Pantoja can also uh, get fit. Um, yeah. Now, what what is your what is your thought about? Put up a guard, defend against strikes, protect your head. What what do you think about these concepts in mixed martial arts? Outdated. Um, <laughs> if you're listening to to a certain guy called Van Camp, dude dude doesn't dude doesn't believe in these concepts, man. No, um, it's outdated. Just uh, absorb and move, or ideally, don't absorb and move. Um, just just absorb. Hit the, hit them harder than they hit you. Um, that, but, that's uh, so wor- that, that that was one of the worst things I've ever seen. That dude is not, that that's so bad, man. But then sometimes uh, you run into a problem, um, such as Andre Filov, who uh, <laughs> you can't hit harder than. Um, it's ridiculous. That dude, that Van Camp dude, cannot be serious, man. H- how would you ever believe that? And you knew he made it. He did it on purpose. That dude doesn't want to protect his head. He wants to get hurt. No, well, you know, life is pain. <laughs> um, Absolutely, yeah. Get me off, get me off this world. Uh, um, Jesus Christ, man! But, I mean, the 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 um, the hook um, was absolutely lovely. Um, just yeah, um, another great finish by by Filhau, uh, and supposedly as. Signed a contract already to fight in Singapore. Yeah, that's that's uh, rich, by the way, from Dana that he said he doesn't make fights at the, in the at, at the night or right after the fights. He he will not um, match make for any of the guys. Expect the guy that runs to him and he'll sign him for a fight in two weeks. Yeah, uh, that's just me thinking about Dana. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's four weeks, so um, yeah, pr- pretty fair. I mean. But he doesn't make yeah. fights at the night. He, he doesn't make matchups uh, right after no. paper. Uh, but uh, yeah, good for Philo. Um, that's I think he's had three good fights this year. Uh, two with great finishes, and obviously he lost a a decision uh, to Pereira. Um, yeah, it was it was good. Yeah. Anything anything we forgot about UFC two seventy four? Uh. <laughs> Don't think so. The heavyweights just heavyweighted. Yes. Uh, the women's featherweighted, just featherweighted. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the first four fights uh, I didn't get to see. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, another win for Cortez, another win for uh, Lupi Godinez. Uh, so uh, two two other good fighters coming coming through. Okay, I mean, it 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 was a good event. A bit a bit too many decisions. Uh, some shaky matchups. Some old old fox. Some heavyweights. Risky, but two two to three fights delivered and gave us gave us something to to enjoy. Um, give me, uh, let's let's switch gears. Bellator two hundred and eighty. Oh yeah, and in Paris, France. Yeah, give me your give me uh, a short, short, short thing. Is is um, <laughs> is Ryan Bader the best heavyweight of all time? No, <laughs> no. I'm surprised that take hasn't been thrown out there. I guess because it was a an awful decision against a guy who wasn't fighting back. Journalists, um, journalists love Bellator, and they love to tell you that whoever's the champ there is the best fighter <laughs> in the world. And they also yeah. said it about I heard like uh, an old school journal, bit jaded maybe. Josh Gross, he said that Ryan Bader is the best heavyweight of all time. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, apart from, apart from that, like the actual uh, the main event, which was poor, <laughs> it was actually um, it was a good card. Um, Romero could have finished uh, Polizzi in the second round, I think it was, mm-hmm. and decided to to not throw any follow follow punches um, before getting uh, what was turned into a stoppage with a second to go. Um, Larkin uh, blew through Stewart with a great, uh, mm-hmm. great KO. The Babane KO was good. Um, I think it was uh, Duclos, Duclos uh, versus Uabas. Uh, it was very similar to uh, the Chandler, the Oliveira fights, where it was um, just absolutely uh, chaos for the the four minutes uh, that it was on. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just pandemonium. Uh, both guys could have been finished about four times each, I think. Exactly. Um, yeah, lovely fight. Uh, Landu had a good uh, KO against Gavin Hughes. Good body kick. Um, so it's nice to see something a bit a bit different. What about what about Romero telling us that he will fight until he's fifty? I mean, if he keeps on the the yole juice um, yes. and he sticks with Bellator, um, he Why probably not? can. Like Bellator are always just going to give him some sort of amateur fighter to uh, piece up if if needed. Um, shout out to shout out to friend of the podcast and uh, um, two time guests Benjamin Brander. He was fighting at the main on the main card against Davy Gaillon or David Gallen or however whatever Gaillon Gaillon um, didn't go his way. No. It was actually post retirement. He he retired, came back from retirement. Um, he's a local stand-up man, and he's. He, I think it was one of his dreams to perform on a main card of a, of a big event, and that was realized here. Good performance, but didn't make it through. So shout out to that to that guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to bring you up because um, don't like to make friends of the pod sad. Um, it's, it's the it's the game, man. It's... But you know, if if that's what he wanted, 
I think so. he was happy. Blood. He also he was he was very happy. They had a, they they traveled down with the whole team. They had a they had an awesome week um, in in Paris. And I mean, what else can you think? What else can yeah. you wish for? It's like, of course, yeah. he wants to win, but I think I think he's happy with with the memories he made. So yeah, good good for him. Um, um, yeah, that's that's a Bellator card. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd, I don't know how it works in America. Um, I know the prelims were on YouTube, um, but if you're in the UK or you've got a similar provider where you are, I'd recommend throwing the the card on uh, BBC iPlayer or or the European equivalent. Um, yeah, I'm watching some of the highlights. You can VPN through it, man. Yeah, and I normally wouldn't say that about Bellator, so um, <laughs> you can tell it was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you do you want to? Um... I mean, we have to go into it a bit. PFL. PFL happened. PFL, PFL at the moment, it's basically Kayla Harrison's... Kayla Harrison decided to go back to PFL. Um, Let's let's go into that. I'm not sure if I heard your take about that one. Kayla Harrison, I don't don't know how old she is, 30, 32, 31 years. Um, signing with Bellator uh, with, with PFL again. Do you like that? Uh, I mean, she's obviously for her. There's a chance to to make another to make another million. Um, but if she doesn't uh, pick her up, uh, Pacheco's probably gonna finish her. Um, you know, it's, what's she gonna do? She goes to to UFC. She gets. To fight Nunes, maybe one fight, yeah, one fight, uh, or maybe maybe Pena. Maybe there may be two or three fights in UFC. I just realized um, that when when I, I when I found out that she's thirty one, that it, it was probably a good decision to wait for the UFC contract, which 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 of course would have paid less, and go yeah. go back to the PFL. I mean, look, the girls she's fighting, they're not not all are bad. And you have to win against them. And this was this was another dominant performance. It was just very, very boring. Like, like incredibly boring. Um, she she can look dominant, but you can't have nights like the, like where we look like like diamonds every night. And this was was probably a bit of a of a bummer also for her. But I hope, I really hope she's getting into some some int- more interesting fights in the future. Because either she just bulldozes her opponents, or she's in a dot like this one. Um, well, uh, Pacheco uh, looked good, so that that's probably going to be your final. Hope I'm so, not sure yeah. the, the group things work. Um, but I think obviously with it being one five five, you're in a a tougher position. Um, than at one one forty five because they've even left yes. less out there for you. Um, and it's you know, and again, that's probably another good reason why she didn't go to to Bellator as well. Um, because, because you'd have a, a cyborg fight. Yeah, that's not that's not interesting at all, man. <laughs> uh, unless can Kayla, I mean, can Kayla get to one forty five, and then maybe. Probably Maybe one thirty. Probably, but yeah, no, let's not then, go there. Also, uh, yeah. PFL PFL had, had a good card. Um, you had Ray Cooper 
messing up a bit. I, I think he didn't make weight or something like that. And yeah, he missed weight and then lost a decision. I think he yeah wasn't eligible for full points or something. Um, and, and even he, like, weight. he got he got dominated as well. Yeah, at least um, to one judge. And then then he had Pettis de- defeating Miles Price and Rory McDonald. Rory back <laughs> hungry. Uh, Undamaged disciple of Christ, first round submission. Good, good, good card overall. I think. Also, um, worth I have, watching if you if you can find it easily. I don't know if it's got anything to do with the defeat, um, but I do know uh, Ray Cooper uh, has started to train with the uh, the Bones Fight Club uh, in Hawaii, um, and now suddenly. Suddenly looks off his game. Now I'm not saying it's down to their head coach, Joe, but uh, I think Joe Bones had to take a lot lot of blame uh, for that performance. Certainly not a good look, man. Exactly. Good. So Bellator 280 and, and PFL... I mean, gave you gave you some good fodder if you if you'd like to watch some fights if you find it easily if you go on YouTube or or if if it's if it's televised somewhere near you, surely check it out. We would be amiss if we didn't go into something that is on for the thirtieth time in our lifetime. The Ultimate Fighter season thirty is here, and it's Team Juliana Peña versus Team Amanda Nunez, and we have um, we have men's heavyweights, which <laughs> I mean, yeah, we saw that in the first fight. We're we we're at heavyweights and women's flyweight. So, uh, did you did you watch Road to the Rematch, which which is the title for the first episode? Right, okay, I, was, I thought they had a, a show to build up, the return of Ultimate Fighter. Um, yes, I did. It's the first one I've watched uh, in a long time. I'm not sure what the last Ultimate Fighter thing I watched was. Um, and obviously they seemed more focused on Dana White's contenders. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I did watch it. Um uh, I was surprised that uh, we didn't see much of uh, the thought going into the matchmaking um, uh, and behind the, the scenes stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I watched it. Um, was was quite enjoyable. Um, I like that a lot of the fighters um, are all uh, are aware uh, of each other. Um, and there's some ready-made, uh, ready-made feuds there from people who uh, have ducked fights previously uh, yes. or have had a, a fight previously. So I think um, all so packed I, in, I, man. All packed in. Yeah. So I think I think that's good. Um, ideally, it is just going to be uh, in the ring, and we're not going to get. Um... And listen, Peña and Yunis do not like each other. <laughs> they hate each other. <laughs> they hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I didn't think that was um, wasn't that bit wasn't drawing me in just yet. Uh, I think it needs a bit more, um, but I think there is potential there for uh, for both of them to to uh, spice it up a little bit. Um, 
I did like uh, when Nunes said something about how she's going to beat be Peña and, and get the belt or whatever. Um, Peña was like, I've already beaten you. Uh-huh. It's, it's a, yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> I I haven't watched The Ultimate Fighter um, through, but, but since we're doing the podcasts, I, I got back into it a bit because of, well, I don't know, <laughs> for the lulls. And now we're back, and I, I'm I'm looking forward a bit to that one. I, we have Mohammed Usman, which could be interesting in, at the heavyweights, and some uh, some good flyweights, of course, which is always needed. Um, Forrest Griffin made a, a an appearance. Uh, why I don't know, but probably to well. I, I mean, if he's gonna take the 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 Dana role. Um, it could be good if if you've got someone who's actually um, going to be invested. Everything is better um, than Dana at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think if he's going to be if he's going to be invested in the show a bit more, um, then it can only then it can only help. Dana Dana was at the fight though, and uh, yeah, uh, Bartling versus Pauga. What do you what do you think about the fight? <laughs> I mean. Uh, it was, it was, yeah, it was okay. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't super exciting, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't full on, wasn't full on heavyweight. No, no, it's not, it's not, it's not like, uh, it's not like you couldn't, you could watch it. And, and Pauga defeated Niall Bartling. Not that many shenanigans in, in this, in this, uh, in this season opener. Um, so... Um, they have to. They have to step it up, man. We need some. See, we need to see some stuff. We we saw some sauna talk. Uh, the built-in beefs you said. Yeah. Not so I, why not? Yeah, I think I think that I think that might help more than the setting up pranks and stuff. I think if if some of them start uh, chirping, um, yes, it should be good. Yes. Yeah. So uh, if you don't want to watch it, we'll watch it for you. Yeah. I have to. Two small things I want you to react to for the end of the show. Okay. Your favorite, Daniel DC Cormier, got in got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yes. React. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, it would be uh, definitely UFC Hall of Famer. Uh, I'll probably. MMA in general, uh, Hall of Famer. If you think of like the the Strike Force uh, uh, GP that he won, um, where he came through uh, out of nowhere uh, to take the tournament. Um, yeah, um, I was surprised uh, at his reaction. Um, by it, it seemed to mean mean a lot to him. He was <laughs> very happy. Man. He was so yeah. Happy. Like, so, does he not know that it's just a, a plaque on a bunch of stairs? Like, it's <laughs> it's getting interesting. He, he was he was um he was entered into the modern wing. Uh, he was fighting since two thousand and nine, which I thought he was fighting a bit longer. But I I know now that there was some strike force debut. The modern wing has um has uh, like uh, Forrest Griffin is in it we talked about him BJ Penn Uriah Faber Rousey Bisping Evans St. Pierre then Habib which is debatable 
<laughs> and then now Cormier. So I mean, I guess it's where does the does it tell you where the the modern wing um, where the periods start? No. I mean, I, of course, somewhere you could find it, but I have no fucking clue. I, I'm not interested. Because it's just because, um, like, I guess DC. If you if you think about it, it's only from when they hit the big time. Um, you may be looking at 2011. Um, I think that would be that would be uh, okay. But then, like, BJ Penn in the in the modern wing, but uh, Matthews in the yeah, BJ Penn is in, in the pioneer, pioneer wing. When BJ like BJ Penn might be in both wings, man. Yeah, like, and I think it, I'd be more liable to put BJ Penn in the pioneer wing. Um, For- most of his better wins were in the his early days, and that was also when he was doing his um, fighting around the world uh, at any weight. <laughs> exactly. So no, but but for for Cormier, I mean, look. His resume, and, and I'm reading that from, from, from the UFC website here, um, one of only four simultaneous two-division champions in UFC history, light, heavy, and heavy, of course. Most significant strikes, head strikes landed in a UFC heavyweight fight. I didn't know that, against Miocic. Most significant strikes landed in a heavyweight fight against Miocic. Then blah, 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 blah. Third most title fight wins in UFC heavyweight, light heavyweight history. Four. Uh, tied for 10th most title fight victories in UFC history. I mean, it's okay. That dude can be in the Hall of Fame. He was happy, so why why shouldn't we be happy? Uh, I'm not having the uh, the double champion stuff, though. Um, it is, technically. I mean... Right, no. I, no. Yeah. Because... Okay. <laughs> if you no, because they hold the belt, then they win the second one. Then it's like you have to, uh, you have to give one up. Like uh, no, hold both at once. Hope defend both. Uh, fair enough. Once, once at a piece while holding the other one. Not like going, not going to argue with you about this. It's like also, it's no, also, he he couldn't have beat John Jones if he on his best night and on John so, Jones's worst. So if uh. I say, do you say Cormier was third on the most offences? Already forgot. Because uh, I don't think he is. Uh, Already forgot. It is all over! Last thing. I, one matchup. Uh, there were there were a lot of, of matchup leaks this week. You saw it on a fuzzy picture yes. in the background of Dana. Dana. Dana demented and said, yeah, that some of these are only placeholders, that somebody's there. Um, but I saw one fight that intrigued me the most. Maybe you can tell me yours, but the the one that intrigued me the most, and I want to, I want to hear your your thoughts quick. Pereira versus Strickland. Uh yeah, uh, I was uh, a bit surprised with that one um, because it seems to be um, for all the the talk that Strickland. Get Strickland gets. Um, it seems to be a bit of a no offense to, to Pereira. It seems to be a bit of a of a move of a move down. Um, but I guess it's to um, to try to get that uh, that title fight, isn't it? Going for 
for Adesanya. Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, Pereira needs to improve a lot, I think. Um, but to... Strickland, Strickland is too... Like, that dude is probably going to strike with him, right? Um, yeah, he doesn't... Yeah, I don't, who's, who's, he, uh, who's he with? Strickland. Team Quest. I think so, yeah. Right. Yeah, so... I mean, have you seen him wrestle? Has he ever wrestled? Has he submitted someone? Has he taken someone down? I don't think so. Yeah, I think he's... Yeah, so he is probably going to stand... Mm, yeah, it's kind of... Yeah. It'll be, I, it'll I love, be interesting. I love that matchup. Uh, it's, it's a good matchup, man. Yeah. Um, I say, I think it is just to... I think it is just to throw... Throw Pereira um, straight up to get to get a title shot, uh, so. or close to a title shot. Anyway, he can surely can beat him. That's that's for certain. Did, he, did any any other fights that, that leaked stuck out to you, or is that probably it? Uh, I can not. Uh, Ankalaya versus Smith. That's a good. That fight. was one. That that that's potentially uh, potentially a good fight. They love Smith. Uh, love him. Yeah, um, because, so I'm guessing he Paul hasn't earned it. That's for sure. That's for sure. Because <laughs> uh, obviously Paul Craig must be fighting someone else. Then I thought they might have gone Craig versus Smith um, or Craig versus Vankalaev. Um Pimler, uh, Isatar. I mean, that's uh, that's a good. That's a good matchup. That's a that's a that, good test that, for both. Yeah, that's that's a, an interesting matchup. Obviously, I think everyone knew about Jones Mayokic, although now. Mm, um, that, that probably is not happening. I think that's now going September, uh, according to John Jones. But um, can you trust him? Uh, <laughs> Pedro Munoz versus Sugar Sean O'Malley. Like that, that'll be interesting. I think. Um, that's a big. That's a big step up. Yes. I think for for O'Malley. Big, um, big step up. But if he can. Add an extra, uh, an extra one to the the last column for Munoz. It's only gonna gonna throw him, throw him right up um, even further. Um, it'll be a yeah. That'll be that'll be very interesting uh, to see if O'Malley can step up and if uh, or if Munoz will have uh, too much for him. We can get back winning. Yeah. Um, and I think obviously the big one was uh, Kimeyev versus Nate Diaz. Which I is mean, like a that's by Nate. That's mean. That's mean. <laughs> like you wanted to leave by. Yes. Like, um, so yeah, that's that's probably it. But uh, and then and then next week we have Blachowicz versus Rakic. That's that's an awesome that's an awesome card. Actually, you have Kutelaba on it, which is always funny. Your boy Davy <laughs> Grant is on that yeah. is on that card. Um, then we have Caitlin Chukagin. I mean, Ribas. Uh, I mean, I think Rebus is good. Yeah, Rebus is good, but a lot, of, a lot of on the card. Uh, Vivian, uh, Vivian Arujo. You have Angela Hill back. Yeah, I think the Hill gender robot fight will be uh, okay. I think uh, so. Yeah, the Tyra fight, Tyra Can- Candelario was cancelled from uh, the other week. So um, yeah, that's sad. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's that's back on there. Uh, Frank Camacho. 
Maximoff is, is Nick Diaz's guy. He, fi- he fights Petrovsky, the, the the Ultimate Fighter alum. So it's that's that's a good fight night because uh, the last few fight nights they have been tough. But I think we're back. Yeah, and we've got Invicta midweek. I'm not sure if that's going to be mm. on YouTube or on its new on its new home. I don't think this it's free anymore. I think it's it's on the, on the new oh. home, and you have to hustle to to mm. watch it. And I'm I'm not convinced, man. Okay, will you be convinced by Friday night fights? Um, because Europe, Bellator loves you. Yes. Live from London, we've got Michael Page versus Logan Story. Or Storley, sorry. Um, I, I, so I'll, I'll watch that. i watch that. Yeah. Nobrelli, Nobrelli Bellator card. Um, Machida versus Fabian Edwards. Yeah, but it's, it's uh, a will be back. Paul Daly <laughs> and his new daily weight. Yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah. MVP versus yeah. Storley, I'm I'm into that one. Also, Machida, yeah. Machida was once my favorite fighter, so one of my yeah. one, of, one um, of the ones I, I really loved. Keelholtz is a good a good uh, fight against Watanabe. That's actually, dude, that's actually not a bad fight fight night there for for Bellator. No, uh, Robert Whiteford, uh, he's only good good value. Um, yeah, Daniel Weichel. A... Weichel is on that card. I, I I was at a seminar with Daniel Weichel like 20 years ago or something, and I couldn't walk for two weeks, straight up. Dude is a monster. Still, still fighting. Forty-one and thirteen. Incredible. Yeah, that's that's a good, that's yeah. a good, that's a good Bellator card, mate. I can I cannot cannot hate on it. Okay, you son of a bitch. You've done it again. What I what I can hate on is the time we're at. We're at one one hour and ten minutes. So okay, we're, we're going to wrap this up. But um, okay, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> thanks so much for doing this. Uh, any any last parting words, thoughts, wishes? No, uh, love to all the listeners. Uh, please join the Discord. Um, and Luke, feel free to just stay on holiday forever. <laughs> Poor Luke. Hey, I love USA. USA respect. Thanks for for listening. Sliding to my DMs. And I think love. you have to end. You surely have to end with uh, the GSP for the uh, for the title fight. Uh, I'm not impressed by your performance. Okay. <laughs> And uh, have a good week. Um, like, share, subscribe. Spotify, Apple, Google, all these fucks, they have our podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Who did you say? Who did you say? Who did, who did you say? Who did you say? Who did you say? Just you saying, lol, you're a proper helmet.